Get your get your loosey goosies out. Get your loosey goosies like out. Too tired to be loosey goosey. You're dying. Okay. All right. So ready? Yeah. Welcome back, everyone. This is episode two of Shaken Not Scared podcast. Um, this is Eric. This is Vivi. <laughs> and uh, we'll be covering Friday the 13th this time, uh, the one from 1980, directed by Sean S. Cunningham. There's like how many? There, Friday uh, the 13th? It's el- like 11. I think there's 11. I think it's like one of the biggest franchises in like horror movies, right? Yeah. Like with yeah. the most running sequels. Yeah, I just saw on the when I was looking up fun facts about this movie, the director is like, man, I never thought this would go so far. <laughs> Apparently, he doesn't even like like a lot of the other ones that came out. <laughs> I mean, okay, I haven't seen. I think I've only seen the first one. Yeah, we saw it a couple years ago when we first decided to to watch all the classics. And it was not what I expected. I thought it was going to be like those more modern ones. Yeah, yeah. You immediately think that uh, Jason, dude is with the, the mask, one. yeah, just comes there. out. You had to remind me a couple times that, like, oh yeah, the end is this completely way. different. Yeah, yeah then, <laughs> yeah, even in like the promo, we were looking at the like the the art for the poster or whatever, mm-hmm. and it was like the mask isn't even introduced. No, at this point, you know. So what we'll try to do on this episode, I think, is try to just unlike with the first episode where I kept talking about what happens later on with Michael. We'll try to like pretend that we don't, we you know, we don't know how this all ends up. We'll you know talk about it as if we had just seen it for the first time. I mean, we can say we have a plan, but we'll see how things go out. Yeah. Uh, do I talk about the drink I made today? Yeah. Yeah. What you got for me? Okay, so today I made adult bug juice. My thought process was camping at camp. I've never been to camp, sleepaway, or anything like that. So. You've never been recent. to sleepaway camp? No. I don't think you should. Well, that's another, <laughs> a whole nother story. But yeah, I thought bug juice is apparently a thing that people drink at camp. So I made adult bug juice. I looked up the recipe later because I came up with one and there is apparently an actual, probably better than this drink <laughs> called bug juice. But um, I used vodka again because I know you love vodka. Mm, mm. Okay, so essentially what's in it is green apple Kool-Aid which is such a potent smell. It smells way stronger than it actually tastes. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised. I thought I was going to hate it, like, just from the how it smelled. But it looks visibly... It looks violently green. It looks like an alien. Yeah. Like. <laughs> so, green apple Kool-Aid, an ounce of mint, simple syrup, an ounce of apple pucker, just to add more flavor to it. And then I just shook that, topped it with... Oh, and an ounce and a half of vodka. Don't forget your alcohol. There's alcohol in this? <laughs> <laughs> I know. It just looks like juice. You didn't taste any of it either. You don't. It, I'd top it with um, club soda to make it a little less sweet and put some mint in it. Uh, so go ahead and try it. Okay. Tell me what you, you think. You already tried it? I did try it already. I think you had a hole on already, right? Yeah, I made a practice run before <laughs> doing this. She drank it while we were watching the movie. It definitely tastes like Kool-Aid. You don't taste uh, vodka at all, though. And... Um, Again, it tastes it tastes a lot less sweet than it smells, but the minty part is pretty good. The apple is like prominent. Yeah, that's also because you use apple puck, apple pucker. Pucker, right? yeah. yeah. Uh, to me, it, it tastes like if somebody took a, a Jolly Rancher, a green apple Jolly Rancher, and diffused it. Yeah, and made a drink with it, which is a thing. Which like you diffuse Jolly Ranchers and vodkas. I never had it before, but yeah. I imagine that's what this tastes like. You know what else it tastes like? It tastes like those um those popsicle alcoholic oh. things you can get like Costco. Yeah, yeah. those like, well, we call them bolis. I don't know what yeah, they're actually called. 
popsicles. They're like the long, skinny ones, you know? Yeah. yeah. But what was I going to say about this drink? I, I don't love it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I made you it like up. It tastes like a drink that you get when you first turn 21 and you start drinking. That's for And you sure. don't like the taste of alcohol. You know, that, actually, you're right. Yeah, so I went to New Orleans back in 2013, and these kind of taste like hand grenades. And those really? are green. And those are green, yeah. I mean, I, you know, it's been a long time. It's been like, what, eight years? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's kind of like what I remember it tasting like, yeah. And those were always like self-proclaimed the strongest drinks in the world, but they I think it's just because like you don't taste the alcohol and you don't realize how... Yeah. Messed up you're getting. Mm-hmm. But I would give it a, a 2.5 out of 5. Out of 5? Uh, I'd give it a 1.75. Wow, Just I don't like very specific. <laughs> I don't like sweet stuff. Um, I did bring this up earlier, but I think to get you involved in the drink side of things, yeah. we're going to switch it up a little bit, and I'm actually going to have you go find a beer that's related to the movie we're going to watch next. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't promise it'll be good. I, that's fine. <laughs> Part of it is trying something new. Yeah, I'll do that. Figure it out. Exciting. That way I don't have to come up with something next time either. Yeah. The next movie is uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I believe so. It'll be like something dreamy. Yeah, something with dream in it. Something with... Sleep. Sleep. (laughs) Just get some sleepy time tea. Yeah. No alcohol. Maybe a little vodka. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, that's the cocktail. So I hope you guys enjoy that. And uh, give it a give it a sip while you listen to us. Um, do you want to give an overview of the movie? Sure what thing. What does uh, Wikipedia say about this? Or we're not using <laughs> Wikipedia this time. Is it Wikipedia? I think it's still Wikipedia. <laughs> but just a quick overview in case you haven't watched this classic movie. Crystal Lake's history of murder doesn't deter counselors from setting up a summer camp in the woodsy area. Superstitious locals warn against it, but the fresh-faced young Jack, Alice, Bill, Marcy, and Ned pay little heed to the old-timers. Then they find themselves stalked by a brutal killer. As they're slashed, shot, and stabbed, the counselors struggle to stay alive against a merciless merciless (laughs) opponent. A purseless opponent. A (laughs) purseless Yes, that. Um, well, that kind of gives away all, of all the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, do you want to give me some fun facts that I don't know? Yeah, so uh, one fun one is that Tom Savini worked on the prosthetics this, on this movie, you know, and he's he's pretty iconic. He's done a lot of other work. He did... Um, Probably most of the work in the 80s yeah. horror genre. I uh, was looking stuff up, too, and it sounds like he did from Dust Till Dawn. Dust Till Dawn. Oh, work. his vampires in there yeah. are, like, really gross. Yeah, so... <laughs> But the fun fact isn't even that he was the one who worked on the prosthetics. Apparently, he had to bake some of his prosthetics because the latex material wasn't getting the texture he was looking for. So what he did was, because they were filming at an actual camp, he used the ovens, like the pizza ovens that were there already, and like used that to, to bake the prosthetics while, while on site. Seems efficient, but also Gross. disgusting. <laughs> what if like the next time you make pizza, they taste like prosthetics? Yeah. <laughs> or... It's just funny to think that human well, flesh looks like something you can bake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's a horrifying thought. Uh, a second one is, this one's more like behind the scenes. Apparently, uh, Betsy Palmer, who plays uh, Miss Voorhees, and Adrian King, who plays Alice, the main uh, protagonist at the end, uh-huh. uh, which I guess I'll touch on later. I thought there was a different character who was a protagonist, and it, t- it ended up not being her, right? It kind of implies that this one character is the protagonist because it's kind of like the adventures oh, of yeah, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And she doesn't even make it past like the first 20 minutes. Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler. <Yeah. laughs> In case you haven't seen this. 30-year-old? Uh, 40-year-old? How old is this movie? 80. 80, so 41-year-old. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, so apparently Betsy Palmer and Adrian King, you know how there's that part at the end when, like, Adrian's, Alice's character is, like, fending for her life against Miss Voorhees, and they're, like, fighting, whatever. Apparently she wanted to do, like, practice run of the fighting and was like, let's practice the slap. Apparently uh, Betsy Palmer actually slapped Adrian King and, like, made her cry. Oh, no. <laughs> and they had to tell Betsy Palmer, like, when you do this in film, you have to pretend slap. So nobody not, told this actress. <laughs> for real slap. Because so you're not actually supposed to beat the shit out of <laughs> Yeah, well, apparently she was used to doing uh, theater, so in oh, theater you, you actually do actual slap. slaps. And uh, yeah, they're, they're like, "That's you know. not how we do things." <laughs> <laughs> Take that somewhere else. <laughs> mm. Well, that's kind of sad for the other. <laughs> yeah, but apparently, like, it's, it's all in good fun. Like, uh, well, obviously, you know, if she didn't know. Yeah, Adrian King was like, "No, I look up to her," and it's like, "There's no bad blood," obviously. So yeah, just fun stuff about how that scene actually was. Act, you know, maybe some of those. Actual punches like <laughs> made it into the final cut. Yeah, they're real. So, uh, yeah, those are the two fun facts I've got. The last one was pretty fun. Yeah. The first one was kind of gross. <laughs> it's fun for somebody. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so do you want to touch on the movie now? Yeah. Talk it out. I guess this time we can just kind of emphasize different things that stood out to us, right? Um, kind of like in the way we watched it. The movie kind of doesn't really have, like, a lot to it other than that. There's people going to this camp. Yeah. People start getting murdered. Start getting picked off. And and then you find out who it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty simple. So I, I know the opening scene is um, kind of similar to Halloween where we start with a tragedy and then jump forward to present time. Yeah. Yeah. 1958, supposedly, um, to like... Com- camp counselors uh, are yeah. doing it, like always, <laughs> and uh, get murdered, which is just the law. Yeah. And do you actually movies. see, you know, again, spoiler alert, at the end, right? Who it there's is? A claim, there's a claim that um, a kid drowns, right? Yeah. And I don't think we see that in the beginning. Mm. We just see the murder. No, of the I think you downstairs. only see it towards the end in, like, flashback. Yeah. Unless we did not watch the right movie <laughs> and we completely missed it. Or it's the unedited version. Maybe. But uh, I was going to point out that nothing gets teenagers hotter than wearing the most bland <laughs> <laughs> little mini managers outfits that they have going on for the camp hey gotta do it in whatever you're wearing right i mean if it's a a mask i would argue that you gotta do it in whatever you're not wearing (laughs) (laughs) that's true and then it looked like they just finished like immediately again uh, i think they were just getting started it was implied and she was like no no none of this here because he was zipping up yeah that's what i was gonna say is that in a lot of the scenes where the quote-unquote killer approaches because it's never revealed throughout the movie you see like the people kind of react to this person and it's almost like the reactions are like "Ooh, hey what are you doing here and i kind of yeah. noted down in the beginning like okay you've got this heavy breathing person and again trying to forget that i know who it is who well not even that right like I, at this point i completely forgot that at the end it's mom jason's mother yes. but it's not jason and so i'm yeah. like watching this thinking okay so people are just like okay with this guy with the ski mask like just approaching them but I guess, yeah, you once remember. you realize it's his mom, it's like everyone's reaction is normal. Who else would react in a You know, I kind of made a point to that. I guess we can jump ahead. Um, so after all that, camp's planning to reopen in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And Annie is walking around town uh, trying to get to this camp. Also, way to, like, get a job and not figure out how you're going to get there. Yeah. You're just showing up like, where am I? <laughs> I just signed up for a job. Yeah, I guess I didn't think about that in the 80s. Like, you don't have the internet to find out this random camp is looking for people. But, like, that makes you accept a job there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where this is, but sure, I'll go work there. Yeah, this camp's been closed down for, like, 20 years. Yeah. Let's go. So she's, like, asking for directions, and, and, like, a trucker gives her directions. And she gets, like, a second hitchhiker to pick her up for the other half of the way. 
and I was watching that scene knowing that the killer is a woman, mm-hmm. that the person that picked her up is a woman, and like how it's almost more unsettling that it is a woman that picks her up. Yeah. Because you really like like really don't expect it. Not probably not in a sexist way, but like as a woman, if you get in a car with a woman, you think you're gonna be safe, yeah. generally. Yeah, exactly. I think that's where I go with the where I'm getting at with the like the thought that at the end of the day, throughout this whole movie, when there's the scene where the killer is is approaching someone and they the person's reaction is very like homey almost. It's like, Oh hey, like, Hey, what are you, what doing, are you doing here? here? Or like, like, Oh, what's going on? Are you lost too? It's like you the whole time you're thinking it's a man. Yeah. Right? A man killer. Because they make her look like one. Yeah. And you're like, why aren't they feeling a man? Like, why are the reactions so innocent almost? And it's crazy, right, that this movie is uh, the first in this franchise that becomes known for the hockey-wearing mask dude. But in the first one, like, one of the great slashers is a woman. Yeah. Like, one of the classics. It's not even Jason yet. Yeah. And you, like, totally forget that. Mm-hmm. And I can see why the director is like, I, I don't love the other adaptations because it's not even that killer in his first film no no i mean i guess we could touch on those at some point but i was even telling you there's like a space one or a future <laughs> I, I can't even remember what jason x was about i remember seeing it on the tv all the time and i was like there's no way that this is anywhere near <laughs> what the originals were you know <laughs> i like have not seen them i've only seen this first one i know it's like on our list to get through eventually and yeah. we need to because where does this come along like this lore yeah that eventually gets to the iconic slasher mm-hmm. but yeah Aunt, back to annie i guess hitchhiking across america this is totally common also at the time yeah everyone's just trusting everybody uh one thing i was going to say is that uh, there's also like this reoccurring thing of like small towns being very eerie and creepy and the locals are very suspicious of you yeah. um you know it's like it almost seems like it's a ghost town when annie shows up in there and there's that dog sitting at the gas station yeah. on his own right and then everyone why does she ask this... it if he speaks english <laughs> I don't know. that's kind of weird <laughs> Gotta be funny. Gotta add some funny to it. Yeah, so, like, the people are all kind of, like, suspicious of her in the diner. But then they, like, point out that there's this, like, crazy dude, right? They call him the town crazy. Yeah, I was gonna bring that up. The trope of, like, the crazy person that warns you about what's gonna happen is, like, in every horror movie. And he's always right. (laughs) Yeah, but, oh, it's the town crazy person. Like, but they're not, though. (laughs) No. They know what's (laughs) happening. Well, what I was gonna say is that it's interesting as you watch the movie. The movie kind of does a couple of different things to kind of trick the watcher, right? Because there's the the one thing of, like, okay, you think that this whole time the killer is a man, uh, but then you're confused by like the reactions of the people. The there's a part where the cop is looking for I believe his name is Ralph. Uh, Ralph? Was that the name yes. of, the, of the town crazy quote yeah. unquote? Is that he went missing and they're looking for him? So, so you're, you're like, okay, it's gonna be Ralph. It's him, yeah. And then there's a point where the the guy opening the the camp, Steve, I believe was his name. Mm-hmm. He's okay. gone for like a super long time, and you're like, okay, it's got to be him. That's killing everybody. Yeah. What's his name? Steve Christie. Yeah. yeah he come, the, he's, mm-hmm. He pretended to leave and just so he could murder everybody. But Right. Yeah. So you're kind of like on the edge of your seat of like, well, who is actually doing all this? Yeah. And so at the end, it's just that much nicer. At the end, it's revealed that it's a character that has not been on screen at all. <laughs> no, it's I don't know. <laughs> She even gives you a little bit of backstory, just like, yeah, I'm this, and I'm friends with this person, and, you know, it's, it's all just all of a sudden. So it's cool, I think, the, the like, the misleading part of Again, it. Again, having have watched this already, I wonder if when it was in theaters, you see the, the Miss Voorhees character coming to help Alice, and you're like, 
oh. Like, I wonder if I, the audience even suspected her because she's a like, woman. this lady? Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, this lady, I don't know where has come to help. Or I wonder if she shows up and people immediately were like, it has to be her. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I don't know. Um, I don't know if it's because she's older. You think like, oh, she's like a nice lady. She's a neighbor. And you don't expect the evil side of it, right? Is that uh, she's... She's gone insane because of her dead son, right? Yeah. And she's held this grudge all, all of her life. Again, you don't know that, though. And you don't. So. No, but I'm saying that, like, the, even that alone, right? Even when you do get that reveal, it's like, oh, what? She's the last person I would have thought. There's all these other people who clearly could have been the killer. I feel like we jumped <laughs> to the end of the film and completely forget to discuss. That's okay. See, okay, but, but let's it, get but back to the beginning. Yeah, but it's because things just, like, lead into... It makes parts of the movie later on more interesting but yeah the town crazy dude town crazy. warning everybody and they're just like no it's fine yeah. um i wanted to point out when the kids get there the dude who's running the camp steve is just chopping wood shirtless <laughs> and it's like it's a he doesn't even know that they're the people he hired he just immediately tells them what to do yeah he does yeah i was gonna say this like, he's just like you're gonna just watch you're gonna pick up an axe yeah <laughs> he's like oh are you the people i hired yeah okay cool I'm this person and you're so and so, but it's like, and he's like creepy immediately too with Alice. Yeah, but I'm like, before you get to that, imagine meeting your boss for the first time and he's fucking shirtless chopping wood <laughs> in Bodhi shorts. <laughs> yeah, he's got a, a huge sash too. Yeah, which is prominent for the time, but now you see that and you're kind of like, mm, that's all weird. Yeah, but okay. <laughs> like, and how did he hire these people to, that he doesn't even know? No. Yeah, there's no interview process. You just they just show up and you tell them what to do. Yeah, what I wanted to point out too was like how happy-go-lucky the camping scenes are, right? Like you get all these kind of like little like there's a creepy town. There's like the crazy guy who's warning you of like you know death or doom. I think he kept talking about doom being Mm -hmm. in that direction. And then you get the scene with Annie. I think like around this time that like the camping scenes are kind of being introduced. People are like, or the kids are starting to help around and like every scene is almost like fun right there's the fun music they're like playing games yeah and, and again i've never been to camp <laughs> and yeah i think that's what it is it's, what i was gonna say is that the music throughout this whole movie i think is i went into this thinking like oh it's not as iconic as like the halloween movie where you, you hear the song and but you it is the thing. oh the ch- yeah the heavy breathing part yeah. yeah that that's iconic for sure yeah but the fact that like even towards the end I'll, we'll talk about it a little bit later but even the music at the end is like oh my yeah <laughs> like i have a thought on that too but yeah the music kind of plays a huge role i think in like setting the vibe for the scenes you're watching because it could be from like murder to like just suddenly it's fun and the music's like heartfelt and like you feel good and you're like because it's camping right you think camping's great it's fun music i do sets not that think camping's too. fun i you feel don't. this is <laughs> propaganda well no they get murdered in the end so that sounds just about right (laughs) (laughs) yes camping is fun not fun for people who hate camping though i just hate (laughs) the idea of pooping in the woods yeah uh Mm, it's fine for you leaves yeah just use leaves you know use leaves and just make sure it's not poison ivy and or you could just take a toilet roll with you toilet paper roll Uh, why wouldn't that be your first thought why is your first thought leaves because maybe you didn't remember to bring toilet paper or is this from experience no 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 hold on i'm gonna bring up the uh toilet seat thing you attach to your car oh no (laughs) that still doesn't make any sense you're still just pooping (laughs) on the side of a wheel unless you got your back up against the car you can't get like attacked i think maybe that's what's fearful too of like uh camping is that you're pooping out in the woods you're kind of exposed and you got your back exposed and you don't know know. and like what okay we went like kind of camping one time um but it was in a cabin though it wasn't (laughs) like full-on camping and the bathrooms were like super far Mm. the 
the cabin was literally just a bed to sleep in and a yep. table to eat at. And we went with friends and it was to the point where we were all just peeing behind the house because <laughs> it was too far to go to the bathrooms. I think we've lost like all of our listeners because we're just talking about poop and pee. <laughs> Listen, you talk about these things. They're part of life. No, do, do you remember if the, if uh, those bathrooms were like the hole in the, the, hole in the floor? <gasps> it was terrifying. It, looked, it reminded me of a horror movie. Is it the Blair Witch where it's just kind of like an abandoned hole in the ground yeah and they go downstairs and the guy's in like in the corner yeah it kind of looked like that oh we should do the Blair Witch Blair Witch is interesting it is it's one of the first few like I guess well known it was one of the first found footage type well known because you were other than Cannibal Cannibal Holocaust but that's fake but people thought it was real like yeah that's all Cannibal Holocaust we'll talk about that trip man Yes. Yeah, the, the the camping, I think, part is that it's funny, right? It's like you think um, you've got this very good, feel-good, like, I think setting. that's what the director's trying to go for, yeah. though. Like, what's funner than camping? And I'm like, literally Dying everything else. <laughs> Dying while doing it. Mm. We do we do get our first uh, chase scene through the Hold woods. on, hold on. Did you want to talk about that really creepy scene between Alice and Steve? Oh, the one I, yeah, I was touching on? Yeah, he's weird. Because uh, what I was thinking when Alice is introduced, I don't, yeah. I don't remember her being like scene in that one scene where they all show up um, but she's like putting stuff up on the roof I think she's like nailing stuff and he's like just watching her and, and being she's weird got, he's got like her sketchbook and he's like you drew although I, I don't know like why was she drawing him but he implies she's they got something going on they got something going on and she's like nah dude I just drew because he's like no I think I it is because like he's like give me another chance and she's like fine but it is at first kind of like he's just talking to her like that because he is trying to hit on her. But then you find out it seems like they had something going on. Yeah. Which so, doesn't really add anything to the story. No, it never comes back ever It, it doesn't come up again. <laughs> uh, this is the point, too, that I was like, it's never implied she's the main character. Like, yeah, because you think Annie's the main character. Yeah. But she dies like 20 minutes. Not even 20 minutes. Yeah, just like just making her way there. That's what I was about to say is that the first tr- chase scene is with Annie. You're thinking, well, she's the main character. She's probably just going to like survive or make it to the camp and then tell these and kids. And warn everybody. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it's a really weird scene with Alice and this Steve It's guy. another psycho moment where you think one person's the protagonist and they're killed off like yeah. immediately. I will note this film, different than Halloween, actually uses a lot of blood. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I pointed out that uh, in my notes that you get this full frontal view of the of the throat slashing. Yeah, and it's just it's, it's just crazy. One of the first murders. Well, the second one, I think the first ones are the two campers, but mm-hmm. it's like the focus is the throat slashing scene. Yeah, and the splattering blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it looks very. I mean, you know, at the time, pretty good. Even, even now, I would say the effects held up. Even now, it's it's like very like oh. Eesh. Some of the other, I mean, we'll touch on the other ones, but some of the other some ones are really Yeah, crazy they're pretty good. The, so after that, there's another scene that was kind of like controversial to me was with the, uh, the snake getting killed. Like they, why did they like have to kill it? First of all, it was very dramatic for like these six people to kill the snake. It was, they're all like flipping beds and throwing things and like, put <laughs> the snake. It made me think of the, was it Hannibal, Cannibal, Cannibal Holocaust, Holocaust, yes. Where I think you mentioned so many that animals were actually, were actually mutilated. Killed. And it looked like this snake actually is getting killed. Yeah, I wonder scene. if it was actually so, killed or if it was um, a prop. Because at the time, I mean, I don't know, I, I guess we'd have to look it up, but uh, like the whole, like, no animals were killed in this or hurt in mm-hmm. this, uh, in the making of this movie. Oh, or that's whatever. true. When did that, when come, did that come about? Come, I don't know. Let's look it up. <laughs> when was it enforced? Is it because of Cannibal Holocaust? Or, 
animals in movies. Since 1939, the American Humane Association has monitored the treatment of animal actors on sets of thousands of films, giving most of them its famous seal of approval, stating that no animals were harmed, according to NBC 26. 1939 is like so far back. These movies truly just said, fuck it, I don't care. <laughs> animals harmed in movies. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to find if that snake actually got hurt. Because it looks real. It looks like they, they cut it cut and its body is still moving kind of sad yeah it's pretty sad so that stood out to me as like mass but more because i was thinking of like the hannibal holocaust or hannibal cannibal holocaust hannibal's <laughs> another thing i guess another problematic thing is that right after that there's also the scene where like the one thing it's hard to, to to not notice in these movies is like the tropes right of like the fool the smart one yeah the like the kid that's like a jokester or whatever that's the quote-unquote fool or whatever which like you know, Cabin in the Woods makes like a complete like commentary on yeah. That's about, why I think about of those tropes. Yeah, the fool, the virgin, the slut. Yeah, the athlete. Was there an athlete in this one? This one was he the Steve dude because he's like the counselor teacher guy. I don't know. Or would it be Kevin Bacon's character because he's manly and was messing with the motorcycle? Another fun fact: apparently, Kevin Bacon wasn't very well known at this point. I was gonna say, was this before Footloose? Yeah, I don't know. But when I was looking up fun facts, it was saying that like not many people even knew who Kevin Bacon was. So maybe when was Footloose released? <laughs> Apparently, we don't know a lot about movies. 1984. No, yeah. So Footloose was 1984. This was 1980. 80. So, yeah, way before he, he was ever known for that. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, so like that kid who's like the jokester or whatever is like wearing some Native American attire. He's like wearing like the... Um, the headdress, right? And then the cop comes and, in and, and is, is like calling him chief. Him, is like naming him chief and like uh, immediately and... is asking them if they're smoking weed, which <laughs> is like what a joke on a small town cop. Well, also just the fact that it's like legal now. It's so crazy to think that like at some point. I mean, it was only up until recently, but you it's know, not it's... legal in all states. Oh yeah, right, yeah. Illinois. Illinois. Yeah, here I'm we're Illinois. fine. <laughs> <laughs> Or don't. or don't. Stay over oh, there. Funny, <laughs> it is snowing for like the 10th day in a row here or something <laughs> like that. You got anything for me? Um, kind of going in the order of my notes, so hit me with whatever you got. Sure. So like there's the scene where they're all just swimming and the mm. dude pretends to drown just to make out with somebody. Again, the prankster, Yeah. I guess. Oh, yeah, it wasn't. And it's like, that's an elaborate way to go for a kiss. You know Very what? Sandlot reminded me of that scene from the Sandlot. Yeah. Yeah, right before that scene, though... Um, there's like the, the view of the killer is in the woods. Remember? They're all playing in the water. And the killer's watching them. The killer's watching, but the girl from as far as they were is like, y'all see something? Y'all see something in the woods? And they show the shot of the tree line and it's like, (laughs) no. No. (laughs) (laughs) This comes from two people that wear glasses though, so. I, I don't know. She, you know, I don't know. She, the fact that she was like, you don't see that? Mm, I guess it's nothing. It's like, how How did you see anything from the fire? <laughs> it's like the sun is setting and like there's a lot of shade too. So it was, I don't know. It was very unrealistic to me. But then, yeah, that, yeah right after that, we get that scene with the, the sandlot making out. Yeah. Um, the sandlot making out. <laughs> uh, at this point is when they were looking for the town crazy too. Um, oh yeah why is the town crazy just waiting in the pantry for someone to open it so he can (laughs) pop out he's like this is perfect (laughs) i will wait here and then he runs away once and then he's like "Ah, i've I've given my spiel i'm gonna run away now again i think his only thing was 
make people think he might be the killer. killer. Yeah. And then it's, it's not. So then you're like, as a watcher, like, what? Who the hell then? Who is it? Right. And then we kind of get the scenes where they're like settling in for the night mm-hmm. and their day, their hard day's work is over. And Kevin Bacon's character and his girlfriend are having a conversation about the rain being <laughs> scary and how it's like uh, a shower of blood, she calls it. She Was it her dream? She was talking about a dream. Her dream. Her dream yeah. was a shower of blood. And I was just. And he's like extra chill about it. He's like, well, this is fine. He just kind of skips over it. Look, it's actually going to rain. Yeah. <laughs> is it blood? I don't know. Let's go do it. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities. But I thought that scene was weird, too, because I thought maybe it was going to allude to the way she was murdered later. Yeah. And it doesn't really. No. Like, no. Unless I missed something. No, at this point, too, the um, guy who's like the goof, goof or whatever, he's already. Simultaneously. He's already. At that time, he notices someone. Getting killed. Yeah. Yeah, he notices someone in the cabins and goes to look for it. And then that's all you see. And, you know, we were talking about how actually a lot of the characters are killed off screen. Yeah, they are. And I was thinking maybe it's, it was a thing of like, well, okay, we want to like go all out on certain deaths. And maybe they already had a plan for... Because we'll talk about it in a minute. There's there's a lot of deaths that come up like right after this, right? Yeah. And uh, they went all out on a couple of them, I'd say, right? Like, yeah. the, we'll talk about it in a minute, but the Kevin Bacon one is pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, whoa, that's, that's pretty think crazy what in it terms of uh, like is, graphics, right? I don't know if this applied at the time, but you could only show so much blood before you got an NC-17, which mm. was a worse than a rated R. Mm-hmm. And it, it was like, it was going to be really hard for anyone to see the movie. So those deaths might have been off screen to make the movie at least rated R for yeah. audiences. And make just some of the deaths like very very like, over the top. That could also be why in Halloween there was There's no blood. Someone, yeah. Because yeah, I'd say that the murders in this movie were very like intricate and like very well shown. <laughs> Except for the off screen deaths obviously. Yeah. But like we we see um Kevin Bacon and then uh, his girlfriend in the movie is uh they they go to the bedroom there's the bunk pad and they're like where's what's his name and they're yeah, like yeah i was wondering why this like sex scene was like so long and, and prominent <laughs> when the other ones were kind of just like suggested there, there's like and then it pans butt cheek grabbing <laughs> like she grabs his butt cheek i don't know if you noticed that no i did not i was just knowing like this is going on for a really long time and it looks awkward it looks like they're not actually mm. doing anything but then it like pans upwards slowly and we see that on top of the bunk bed the other character is already dead and yeah. they do not notice yeah honestly i thought that when it was panning up you were gonna see the killer standing over them mm. like that's what i thought it was doing and you see the, the body of the the, the guy the, the the goofy one um one thing I thought of though is, and I don't know if this is accurate, but when someone dies, like, wouldn't you smell it? Like, they weren't, they didn't. Wouldn't go you smell right blood? You smell blood, or uh, I think like your body like releases. It's itself. possible that it's. Oh, okay. You know, I was like, like you, it's possible that it's too soon for like decay, but you're right. Sometimes like you poop yourself. Yeah. When you die. You know, like I don't bringing know if it back around to poop. Time. Yeah. <laughs> it only took um, us to this. We actually like as a couple talk a lot about poop. <laughs> so I'm surprised it took us to our second episode to talk Again, about it. We had probably like 10 listeners. Nine of them dropped off like the moment we started talking about it. And then the last one just dropped off. And the one other person who probably has Crohn's disease like me is like, yes, I have found my people. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so he, um, you know, he's in the, he's in the room and they're like doing it. So I imagine that they would have smelled it, right? Like realistically, I don't know. It's camp. There's probably yeah. a lot of weird friends. And, and that's that's exactly what I want to like logically too. Is that it probably just always smells like crap. You know, when you're camping. You know? Yeah, you just like out in the woods. It's bound to smell like something, and you don't have to explain it, right? It's true. <laughs> But um, we do get to, after they're done with their business, uh, very, I would say it's pretty cool, pretty well done. Mm-hmm. Um, the arrow? Kill scene of 
Kevin Bacon just like holding the head and then an arrow like behind the throat. Yeah. Well, do you even see, you don't see the hand on the head first. You see, you see the arrow come out of his neck. Really? I just noticed I the hand first, personally. Mm. I don't know if I maybe, maybe missed I that part. Maybe I just focus on the arrow then. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, I was thinking like, you gotta be pretty freaking strong to be like under a bed and holding someone down uh, which, in the head and then stick something through a bed. Which makes the whole, and again, we'll touch on it again later, which makes the whole fight scene at the end with his, which who the actual killer is, a lot less like believable believable because it's like, she like did some pretty like crazy kills. You she know? threw a woman <laughs> through a freaking window. <laughs> yes. Yes. How did she do that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, so, I mean, again, going back to the arrow thing. Yeah, you're right. Like she would have had to have been pretty strong because it would have had to go through the mattress and everything. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By hand, everything. I was like, that takes some strength to hold a grown I mean, man down. Maybe we'll do like a 2.0 episode of this where we like try to like. Re- I don't want to touch this theory. <laughs> Not like get the arrow through the neck part, but just like how much force you'd have to like use think, to put an I arrow through. I think to stab someone in general, you have to have a lot of force. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna do like horror movie MythBusters. Oh day. my god, <laughs> it sounds dangerous. <laughs> Yeah, so the arrow scene is pretty cool. I think it's like uh, I liked it probably as one of the like the best ones of the whole movie. One of the best kills. Yeah. Um, right after that too, we get the girl, the the girlfriend. She also gets she like goes to the bathroom, is like cleaning up, whatever. I think she was in the. I think she was on the toilet. <laughs> no, she was right? washing up already, but and she, was, she went to go like check something. She was in one of the stalls, though. I thought. Was, I thought it was the showers, but was I could it? be like she was checking something behind one of the showers oh, okay. or stalls. And she turns around and... Immediate hatchet to the face. Yeah, like, honestly, her <laughs> face is like, she's already resigned to her fate. Like, she did not try to fight. She just is like, ah, embraces yeah. for it, almost. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, fuck. And another, again, another pretty good, like, kill scene. Yeah. Where, like, it's just Not expecting. No, not like that. I mean, you know, you, ex- you always expect, like, throat slash or... I mean, the Kevin Bacon arrow through the neck is kind of like... Random also, like, you don't really expect that. But, like, a hash is straight to the face, at least at this time. You know, where, like, like in Michael, I think, uh, in Halloween, like, the kills were kind of, like, tame. Compared to this, compared one, to this one, for sure. So, like, hatchet to the face, I think, was very, like, whoa, that's a pretty crazy scene, right? I want to touch on that while all these people are getting murdered, these other three teenagers, young adults, are playing strip Monopoly. <laughs> yeah, you asked, how do you do How that? the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> do you do that? How do you execute that? Yeah. Uh, again, the whole thing of like when it's. I also scenes, would argue that it doesn't fun. make it more fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was a scene where they were like, "Okay, well, you lost time to take off your top." I didn't even. You catch, lost money. Yeah. I didn't even catch how she had to, right? Because they were also pretty clothed, and then the one friend's like, "Hey, bye, guys." Gonna... And she's like, literally in her bra and underwear by the end. Yeah, she's like, "I was waiting to see where this all ended up." <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. Like, clearly, you're losing. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> you weren't gonna see anything. We were gonna see you. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> um, That's why she quit. But yeah, uh, just again going back to like that. These murders are happening, and then the moment I went back to camp scenes, it was like fun music and the vibe is cool and whatever right mm-hmm. i think that's it's just interesting that it just flip-flopped like that and it, it uh it was like camping is fun though don't forget that don't forget <laughs> that at the end of the day you want to go camping yeah. yeah um but yeah the one friend does leave the, the she does strip monopoly and then she's like getting ready for bed and she hears like a voice which pegs the question for me would you go help a strange voice in the rain uh, maybe I'm an asshole, but I wouldn't do that. I'd be like, you know what? I'm just, I'm just gonna wait there. I'm gonna call nine one one. You know, you're just gonna have to wait there, though. Well, I like it's how the, raining. The killer waited until she was all tucked into bed reading a book. <laughs> <laughs> the bitch waited till she got comfortable. I'd be upset. Like, it's like when Loki asks to go to the bathroom and it's eight thirty. 
like, and you're oh, already cozy inside your already showered. I'm wearing my pajamas. Could you at least murder me before I had to do my nighttime routine? <laughs> yeah. I've got lotion on my face. No, man. I'm ready for I already did my skincare. <laughs> <laughs> you let it all go to waste. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you hear the like I guess again, right? Under the assumption that the killer is a man, you hear like a girl voice calling Asking out for help. help. And you've already seen all the girls die, die. other than Except like Alice. Alice and her. Yeah. So you're like, who's the girl that's exactly. calling out for help? How right? is the killer making a childlike girl voice, you know? Yeah. To be fair, I, again, had forgotten. To be fair. Yeah, to be fair. I'd forgotten, again, that Jason Voorhees wasn't the killer in this movie, right? It was At that mo- point, it was a moment. Yeah. So I was thinking, like, how did he make that? How did he fake the girl voice? And Phoebe had to wake me up and be like, no, don't you remember? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, that's right, that's right. <laughs> so it made more sense. But, like, again, as a watcher who, you know, I guess in the moment, I was a watcher who didn't know that. And I was like, how did he, how did he do that, right? And so you're still confused at this point. Who even is the killer? And what are they doing? Because to, to think it's a man and they're making, like, a girl's voice, you, you're like, I've already seen all the girls Girl die. characters die, pretty much. Yeah, who is this person, right? Uh, Brenda's character, though, her death was interesting because I think it's the only one that was kind of alluded to in the beginning, where the dude, like, kills, not kills her, but throws an arrow right when she's setting up the arrow markers. Oh, yeah. And he's like, ha, 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 it's funny. And that's that's where she gets killed. So it's but, like the killer was watching them the whole time and thought it was funny to kill her where she like was scared and <laughs> thought she was going to die. Yeah. That part, though, is interesting because like later you find out that a different character is killed with arrows like that. As well. Because because the, she's not. Right, right When her body is thrown. It's just the spot. Well, it's not. She's an off-screen death. Like, she's an off-screen the death. And the lights are flashed on her and she's like confused. Oh, and it's just like. Yeah. You just hear her scream and like the lightning and rain is going on, and then we get back to where Alice and the other kid are. Billy, but, I think. Yeah, but he, she's not even the one who dies by arrows. He does. And when Alice is running around. He's um, the one that shoots the arrow at her in the beginning, right? To, so maybe like, that's her why out. He's, yeah. like she, the killer was maybe like, You think that's funny? I'm going to kill you with arrows. <laughs> and I'm going to pretend to kill her with arrows. But not really, though. <laughs> yeah. I was um, noticing this is weird. The once. Billy and Alice are like, yo, where is everybody? I heard someone scream. Let's go investigate. They find the hatchet tucked into bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, was it uh, the killer saying, uh, said a bedtime story for it? It was, all, yeah. it was just like laying nicely in the center. And, of the yeah, pillow. and they pull back the covers and it's bloody and it's right there. And it's like, I personally would have missed that. Yeah. I wouldn't be looking for that. No, I don't even know why they did that. It's like, look, <laughs> it's sleeping. Shh, you know? And I think it's, you, you said, I think it's the the uh, the hatchet that was used to kill the girl from earlier with yes. the face. The hatchet to the face. I think Marcy was that character. Yeah. So at this point, um, Steve is like kind of on his way back to the camp because the kids are like, what do we do? We can't call anybody. Steve's on his way. He'll figure it out. Because at this point... That like, random cop picks him up to help him because he like gets stuck. I don't even know why it suddenly just goes back to Steve and it's like... He's making his way back. Because you think he's going to either A, be the killer, or B, get there and help in the nick of time like a lot of horror movies do. I don't know. The whole portion of Steve, I didn't even write notes down for him because I was like, he just shows up and dies. He does, (laughs) right? So that's like the anticlimactic thing. He gets there and he's like, oh, hey, what are you doing here? Again, innocent reaction to the killer. Yeah, and then he's like, "Eh," immediately off. One thing I wanted to point out, though, I guess that was 
noticeable to me, and I, I don't know if this is because I know about cars, but the guy drives a, a Jeep, and the cops make him fun of him because he's like, how are you stuck in the mud? Doesn't that thing, like, aren't you able to get through anything in that thing? And he's like, not while pulling the trailer. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what's in the Jeep? I was like, I'm assuming he's thinking because of the tires or whatever, but I was like, weird jab at the guy, but sure. <laughs> Director really hated Jeeps here and just <laughs> yeah. wanted to get that jab in. <laughs> so you're thinking he's coming to help. Turns out, no, useless. Yeah. And then Allison... Billy kind of are just like, what's going on? They go into the cabin again, and Billy has to go turn on the generator mm-hmm. or something like that. And Another off-screen death. He's killed off-screen again. Then... Scare the main girl and mess up mess with her by throwing dead friends at her. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I wrote that. Oh, well, yeah, so I guess... I don't even remember how Alice realizes... Oh, well, that's what it was. She waited for him. She and did. then suddenly she's like walking around the place and then like starts finding dead bodies because it's almost like when in Halloween yeah, uh, Lori goes upstairs out. and like the friends are suddenly showing up dead and she, oh, she opens the door and Billy's like on the door with arrows in them. That's the first one. I she wants she to go sees. look for him and that's literally the first hint almost towards the end of the movie that people are being killed off. Yeah, she didn't know this she at all. She didn't freaking out. I mean, none of them did, I don't think. At, at all the points where anyone died, no one knew that some that people were being killed off. So this whole time, everyone's getting picked off one by one without And no one's noticing. like, where? I mean, Billy and Alice kind of were like, where is everybody? We can't find anybody. We're not obviously assuming they're dead right away. And then she finds... Billy. Yeah. I did want to point out, I guess, with the topic of, like, them not noticing that the others are gone, and it's because it's just, like, there's only a few of them. Yeah. And and it's nighttime, right? And, like, you're just assuming they're probably at their bed or whatever. But I did want to point out that it was eerie to be on a campsite where, like, there's no, like, bustle of activity of kids and, like, other concerts. It's, like, they're reopening. So this place is not, like... There's no actual kids there, There's no kids. Like, it's this wide-open space of, like, cabins and whatever. And... It's really just you guys. It's like, yeah, the group of the six kids, I think it is. Yeah, that that brings, I guess, a creepy aspect to the scenes where they're kind of walking through the different buildings and it's just them. And, you know, even when, even when, uh, who was her her name? The one with the hatchet to the face. Marcy. (laughs) Marcy, yeah. She, she's walking in those bathrooms by herself. Oh my God. That's why it reminded me of when we went camping and the bathrooms were too far. And I was like, no, no. Yeah. (laughs) Not doing that. Yeah. And these kids are just kind of like, it's "Eh, fine. Whatever. There's nothing creepy about this. But I think if you're like, as a person who's like, is true around. city people that's <laughs> creepy yeah you're just walking around and you're like mm, this is weird i'm just gonna try to hurry up and get out of here so um she finds her first dead body and she runs back into the cabin and has the show of a lifetime barricading the front door <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's literally throwing furniture that is like either she is like massively strong as well <laughs> she's like throwing chairs at this door like ties a rope from the ceiling to yeah the door which is like my brain would not immediately think let's tie a rope to the ceiling that'll stop the door i think what was funnier is that she's like throwing just all this furniture at the door but there's these like giant windows giant windows that are open and you know what the killer thought of that too because she goes into like the kitchen area and then suddenly brenda comes flying through the window yeah with rope on her not yeah else. completely dead and she's like ah! and then she tries to run out run out and she's like who put all this shit here is the joke that you made <laughs> oh my god i need to get out of here who put all this furniture by the door jesus christ honestly you waste like two minutes watching her put all this furniture here for nothing yeah it's so she needs to uh, watch uh what's the um tidying up with marie kondo yes <laughs> she's gonna be taught how to like perfectly put things in front of a door and then take it away oh my god what <laughs> is the marie kondo show called the joy of cleaning the joy of tidying <laughs> yeah, up or yeah. something <laughs> 
No, and then so we finally see her run out the door and run into Miss Miss Voorhees, Voorhees. Yeah. Uh, which is um, she'll, um what's her name? Betsy Palmer's character. Betsy Palmer. Yeah. So at this point, again, I wonder if audience is seeing it from the first time or like, oh my god, help has come, or immediately knew she was the killer. Yeah, I guess at this point, when everyone's dead and the only new introduction of a character is this person, you maybe are hesitant because it's because like she's a, a woman because she's a woman and she's older, right? Yeah, you're thinking like it's a motherly but character, but she's suspicious. Yeah. And she's, like, um, very adamant about going to see the dead bodies herself. She gives the whole background story first, though, about, like, oh, I'm no, friends no, no, with the owners. Yeah, yes. she says that outside. Yeah, she says she's friends with the owners and she used to work for them, which is true. And then she goes in and finds Brenda and is like, oh, how she's sad. So which is obviously how you act when you see a dead body, right? Mm-hmm. You're just like, oh, how sad. Wow, she was so young. She had her whole life ahead of her. Yeah. And Alice is obviously creeped out. Yeah. She's like, what the hell? Well, because that's when this uh, Miss Voorhees turns around and kind of like flips the script and is like, yeah, Goes well. into her backstory. She goes into her backstory, but then immediately turns into like, you killed my son. It yeah. was you who did it. And I'm like, what? The- <laughs> Way to just assume everyone is the same person, man. Yeah, I think but it implies that she's like completely. She's gone insane. Gone crazy. But yeah, this is where you finally learn. She was the one that killed the original two campers. Mm-hmm. She's mad that nobody was watching her son. She can punch arrows through mattresses. It's an important skill to have. But has like a whole 10, 15 minute fight with um, Alice. Alice. Just getting smacked, getting uh, thrown around. There's one scene where she, I think, hits her with the butt of the knife that she has. Because she's got that giant hatchet type hatchet thing. Type thing. No, was it a hatchet yet? No, they pulled the hatchet out later. But she had that she giant had a knife. knife. She did have a knife just on strapped her dress. to her. Yeah. And then that scene happens kind of like you were talking about in Halloween, where she like is trying to run away from her. Goes into the car, sees Annie, who people have completely forgotten about at this point. Yeah. Keeps running and sees Steve like hanging from a post somewhere. I like how uh, the body just like falls up. Yeah. No, he was on the conveniently. Tree. He just, just like goes poop poop. <laughs> and I I thought the same thing. I'm like, was it a trope in horror movies that the dead bodies just show up at the end like a lame haunted house that it's you like, go to? It's uh, like Snow White running through the forest and it's like all the things are scary. And, and she's, she's like, like oh. Yeah. Yes. I like how you brought it to a Disney movie when it's not like that at all. <laughs> she did not hey, see dead bodies. It, it was scary enough for them to have to change the park. So, you know, maybe horror Did they have dead bodies in them? Might as well have. Could have been worse. <laughs> but yeah, she's running away at this point. Again, we get like the super long fight scene. And I think what like ultimately makes Mrs. Voorhees' character more scary is the way she portrays that she's like completely disassociated from reality and is using like her son's voice in her own head. Oh yeah. That to me was like that's scary. Yeah, there was a scene there's a scene that I wrote down about that uh, because they run out. They finally get outside the house. Um, Alice runs away and then Miss Voorhees is chasing her and she kind of does that thing of like I'm going to hide behind a rock and then Miss Voorhees is going to run past and then I can just kind of hide it back out and go run back to the building for some reason. Yeah. And she does that. But the whole time, Ms. Voorhees' character is yelling, like, kill her, kill her, kill her, kill her, mommy. Kill her, kill mommy. Her, yeah, it's kill her, like mommy. And that, that's unsettling. Creepy. Yeah, yeah, because she, like, genuinely is thinking this, right? She, she almost, like, splits. We were talking about this, like, split personality. She's herself and then also Jason in her mind. Because she can't cope with the loss, which is, like, I think what's, like, crazy about horror movies is it that can happen. at the end of the day, that's the scary part. <laughs> like, the dead bodies and all that, but, like, loss is the scary part. Yeah. 
Someone could actually do that. Like, yeah. You know. But we, again, get this long scene of them fighting each other. And I completely forgot how it ended, how the fight ended. Yeah, I remember that Annie eventually ends up on the lake herself, but I forgot. How, I thought, honestly, she just knocked out Mrs. Voorhees and went out there. But, yeah. like, you know something's going to go down. Because slow-mo. it starts going in slow-mo. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay, she's finally going to kill Mrs. Voorhees. Decapitation scene out of nowhere. <laughs> Yeah, in slow motion. In slow motion. Part. My favorite part are her hands slowly closing like, oh no, I've lost. <laughs> and it's like unsettling as yeah, well. her face is just like, ah, oh no. Because <laughs> yeah. she does do like, it's almost like an emoji. Her face just goes, ah, <laughs> yells in Spanish, you know. <laughs> yes, in Spanish. I completely forgot that scene happened. Yeah. It's almost like shocking to watch again yeah and uh i i I like how um before the death scene though i like the thought that in all these horror movies you get the like the the protagonist that is a woman right not a guy the final girl the final girl and they can defend themselves we were i don't think really talked too much about it in halloween but like even laurie's character in this this she's super resourceful yeah they can just like defend themselves unlike all the other characters up to this point right and it's uh it's cool i don't know i think it's interesting to see a, a, a villain or I guess a killer who is also a woman fighting yeah. a protagonist that is also a woman, and you've got two situations that I guess um, you wouldn't imagine that in, in real life, right? The, you're always thinking like the killer is a man. Yeah. It's always a man who's like doing these things, and unlike other genres, it's usually a man who's like saving the day and like whatever, yeah. right? And in these, it's kind of like no, it's cool to see like women saving the day. Like it came well, down to the two of them. Day. Yeah, everyone's dead, but <laughs> but it's isn't it also interesting that it's always the girl that's the virgin. Yeah. Or the most virginal. Right, because in this one, it's not really implied that she's virginal. But it is because, they're like, when they're playing even the strip Monopoly, it's, she's about to take off her shirt. Something oh, happens. Yeah, it's like the virtuous character, the virtuous girl, mm-hmm. is always the final winner, which changes later on. Yeah, yeah. I but, think it becomes difficult to try to make the same tropes happen for all movies. And, and make it bored. new. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, we get the machete to the neck, and then like the head just rolls off, and that's crazy. You get the you get the view of like the the neck bone, just like yeah, you see some bone in the there. hands. And then my favorite thing is she's like, "Huh, I just killed a person. Let smiles. me roll out into this lake. <laughs> Let me contemplate what I just did here." She did kind of smile. I don't know if you noticed. She's like looks at the dead body, and she kind of like does the mouth like twitch up yeah i don't but, think I, I was more like why is she suddenly interested in rolling out into this lake yeah it wouldn't be my immediate thought is like i just killed somebody i gotta go into the lake and just pass yeah. out of the boat <laughs> There's, although i guess no so maybe the thought is she's that in she's shock safest or she's safest out on the water because yeah. she can't be reached again from if like she's not alone right you don't know yeah i guess you're in survival mode you're like she could be with somebody else That's and true, if i yes. like stay here i could get caught by somebody and at least if i'm on the water somebody would have to also get on the boat to go get me yeah or swim there and i'd hear them right so True, that's why i guess maybe uh, fair point this is bringing logic to it right well she's out there on the lake till morning she's killed this woman at night and then the next seat it's like morning and you see the cops rolling up and the music's amazing oh my god that song <laughs> it reminds me of this mexican song it's like in every like 80s parents wedding video oh yeah do you know the song i'm talking about, about? The dun- 
No, that's quinceañera. No. It, oh, yeah. It kind of does sound like that, too. But it's so, like, happy. Yeah. It's, like, so feel good. You're like, ah, the day is saved. There's a sunrise. The cops are in the distance. And it's, like, ooh. Almost distracting. The water is, like, being emphasized. It's, like, you see the Super pretty. And it's, like, really nice. And the cops are getting there. And she sees them and, like, smiles. And then Jason comes up. Boom, boom. The music just changes Changes drastically. Yeah. Great plot twist, great uh, jump scare. Yeah. But can you imagine being the cops and seeing that? <laughs> like, oh shit, what do we do? <laughs> well, she's out in the water. We can't really do much. It's uh, out of our jurisdiction. <laughs> she messed up when she decided to go into the water. And then she just wakes up in the hospital. Yeah, it's, it flips it. It almost makes you think that it didn't, it didn't happen. happen. Yeah. She's like traumatized. And because <clears throat> she's like, where's the boy? Yeah, and then like, also she's too chill being about like, where's the boy at? Like, well, they sedated her. The, okay, but she's <laughs> but like, where's still. the little kid? Like, no. But then the scene makes you think again that it almost didn't happen. It was like her imagination or yeah. something. And then the cops like, there was no kid. And then she's like, then he's still out there. Obviously leaving it open for ten million movies that come later. Yeah. Uh, and my he's still issue. Out there. Maybe another one will come out. My issue here is, lady, there is, like, a lot of dead bodies, and you are the only survivor right now. <laughs> you are looking mighty suspicious. Yeah, that's true. worried about other things. I don't think I remember the second one, but when I was looking up fun facts, apparently she returns for the second one, but has, like, a very limited role. Really? I, again, I don't remember the second I didn't watch yeah. we'll any watch of the other ones. Yeah. We'll have to watch our report on this. But, Get a... But from what I quickly saw, it sounds like she did it on purpose. Like, she didn't want to make Alice's character, like, go beyond that she survived Jason Voorhees. Or mm. or survived the killer of Friday the 13th. Yeah. Right? So, pretty cool. Uh, another thing I want to point out is that Jason's birthday is Friday the 13th. Yes, that's where you get the title <laughs> of the movie. I wrote that down, too. And it's like, huh. Full Moon. One, the one character oh, yeah. at the beginning is like, oh, it's Friday the 13th. It's the it's cop that pull, pulls him over and he's like, there's going to be more murder. It's going to be more <laughs> rape. There's going to be more... Like Robberies. break-ins, yeah. It's like yeah. okay, man, we get it. It's a bad in day. this small town where nobody's yeah. like anywhere except for the diner. Yeah, <laughs> it's all gonna happen in the diner. <laughs> yeah, no, it's that, rather. This made me think of the Gremlins right away. The diner where they're all just oh, like, in the bar. <laughs> the Gremlins is funny because watching it now, you think it's not a horror movie, but at the time, it was a it's horror movie. A movie. It's a Christmas movie. It's a feel good. <laughs> It's like the minions, but they kill. Mm, yeah. yeah, I think the mil- minions killed <laughs> the millions. The millions. The yeah, because the minions kill too, but it's like funny. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's like uh, it's cartoony kills. We'll know? get to the gremlins probably on another episode. And the minions. And the minions, because <laughs> those fuckers are scary. <laughs> yeah. But what but, would you rate this movie? Uh, did we do it out, out of ten last time? We did. <clears throat> okay. Um, I would rate it. Let's see. I pulled up IMDb, and I guess we'll compare our. Our ratings, our ratings to, to other like people's opinions. The world said, yeah. So I would give it. I already glanced at the number. I'm not going to let it j- change my opinion. Okay, can I go first then? Yeah. I would give it a 7.5. Okay. Just because it kind of has a really slow start. But the end, man, ramps up quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably, yeah, I'd give it a 7 or 7.5 too. Because, again, like I think the, the, the way that it like tricks the viewer to like think so many different things about who the killer is. And at the end, it's like a twist. Mm-hmm. That that's um, unique, I think, for like horror movies. Usually, you think it's just a guy who's killing people, and he's got a motive, and whatever. You think it's a guy, yeah. Too is the other thing, right? And uh, I think it, I think the fact that it plays around with a couple of those things makes it makes it fun. I think it puts it on the other side of the, the ten, right? Is that it's it's higher? I think in the scale seven yeah. seven and a half. Yeah. What did IMDb give it? 
Six and a half. Mm. Those people don't know what they're talking about. It's fine. You know, I think it stands up. Do you think it stands up? Like it's pretty day? good, especially the effects. Yeah. I think stand up. Yeah, I mean. Um, the mustaches saying? and the booty shorts, I would say, might not hold up. It gives me, uh, what the, what's that uh, one movie with um, Amy Poehler and all those? Oh, hot, Red Hot American Summer That's or something the vibe like that. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that movie's like a joke on all these horror movies. Yeah, except without the murder. I don't know. I didn't finish that movie. There might be and murder. The remake or, or like the follow up. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like years re- later. Reunion or whatever they did. Yeah. But I would say that Tom Savini's work too. Like, I, mean, I, think, I don't know if he started with this. Um, I don't But think I know they so. became legendary at this point too. His work continues to be known. I think he has his own even like prosthetic company. Company. Yeah. So like, yeah. I mean, if it, if it was one of his first few, if not his first like well known work, I see why those scenes Holds are. Holds up. I think that pretty much wraps up our thoughts on this one. Yeah. All right, so do you want to talk about what scared Loki this week? Well, he didn't get that scared watching the movie this time. Um, he was just intrigued by the cricket noises yeah. in the camp. He did the uh, little Held, head, head tilt. tilts. Yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised. Usually uh, when he sees another dog on screen, he barks, but he didn't bark at that. He just stared at the dog. Yeah. yeah, but the crickets, man, they really got to him. But he was definitely like, what is that? Again, we're, we're in Illinois. It's been like under zero for degrees. For like the last, the last two last... weeks, at least. <laughs> it's snowing right now. I'm sure he's like, crickets, I haven't heard those in ages. <laughs> <laughs> What's the outside like? Yeah. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed yourselves here. And we'll just talk to you next time. Yeah, check out the movie. Talk to you next week. We got uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. So stay tuned. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> I think that was better. Hey, Loki. You didn't really have anything to say about Friday the 13th this time, did you? I guess not. Thank you. <laughs>